Welcome to the Florida Divorce Podcast, your source for the information you need to successfully get through your divorce and into the next exciting chapter of life. Now, here's your host, Attorney Scott Kalish. Hey everyone, my name is Scott Kalish and I am a divorce and family law attorney in South Florida. I appreciate you listening to uh, this episode of the podcast. Today, I want to talk about the role cheating plays in a divorce case, right? So I get this question a lot from people that I, I consult with and ultimately people that that end up hiring me as their divorce lawyer. But a lot of people have questions about cheating, right? And, and that's usually a pretty big cause, right? It's, it's a very common cause of, of divorce. Usually like that's what ultimately, you know, is the straw that breaks the camel's back and what drive people to file for a divorce. You know, cheating is definitely uh, pretty big. So, you know, depending upon if I'm talking to the cheater or I'm talking to the person that ended up getting cheated on, people want to know, hey, you know, will this play a role in my case? And then if if so, like what type of role can it play? And this is sort of something that doesn't really come up that much in a divorce, right? But it can, right? So I'm going to, let's kind of bring it back and let's talk about the two areas that are really important, right? Where this can be an issue, right? So so the short answer is yes, right? The court can consider someone cheating, right? When the court, when the judge decides some of these issues. So there are two issues that I want to talk about. The first is alimony and the second is equitable distribution, right? So let's talk about alimony first. And I want to quote the statute, right? The alimony statute, what the Florida legislature included in the alimony statute, right? And this, this is statute 61.08, right? Of Florida statutes. And in the alimony paragraph, in the opening paragraph, it's very, it very clearly says the court may consider the adultery of either spouse and the circumstances thereof in determining the amount of alimony, if any, to be awarded, right? So it's very, very clear that Florida law allows a judge to consider whether or not a spouse committed adultery, right? Cheated on the other spouse um, when they're deciding alimony. Now, I just want to caution people on this because it's something that you should know. And I'm going to cite some additional law for you, right? So you can kind of get some context to this. Although the law does say that, in my experience, and I think in the experience of many other divorce attorneys out there, the judge doesn't give it as much weight as you think maybe they should, especially if you're the person that was cheated on, right? So it's not a very weighty consideration, right? It's not going to be a main consideration of the judge, but the short answer is yes, absolutely. The court can factor in someone's adulterous behavior, right? So that's alimony. Also, I want to mention someone cheating can also play a role in in equitable distribution, right? The division of assets and debts. And what a judge is going to focus on, right? If he or she considers someone's cheating behavior, right? They're going to look at whether or not that relationship depleted marital assets, right? And what I mean by that is, you know, was the person that was cheating, were they using marital money on the affair? Were they buying luxury items for the other person that they were, that they were cheating with, right? Were they um, taking them on vacation? Were they, you know, going, you know, buying, you know, hotel rooms? Were they supporting them, right? I mean, we've all heard stories, I'm sure, where maybe a husband 
buys or pays a girlfriend's rent. That's certainly not a marital purpose and something that, that I think a judge would absolutely compensate the other spouse for, right? The innocent spouse for if, if that was going on. Um, I want to cite a case and I want to talk to you about, I want to give you some context to this, right? I, I want to give you some context to how judges treat cheating in divorce, right? So if you don't know what case law is, I want to just explain that really quickly before I quote this language from a, you know, a 2016 case here that I'm looking at. But case law is essentially appellate law where all divorce cases start off at the trial level. And if the trial judge makes a decision and one spouse is not happy with that decision, they're able to appeal it to the district courts of appeals, right? In Florida, we now have six district court of appeals. And the district court of appeals, they review the decision of the trial judge. And their ultimate opinion is called case law, right? And, and in their opinion, in, in the case law, they discuss whether or not a judge correctly handled a case or, or incorrectly handled a case. And lawyers, we use this case law, these opinions as guides and as tools to argue back down to the trial judge if we have similar cases. We'll pull those similar cases from the appellate level and say, hey, judge, this is what the appellate judge said on this case, and these are the same issues, or they're very, very similar issues, or very, very, very similar factual scenarios. So we're going to use these opinions, this case law, as a guide to make arguments, right? So I'm going to, I think you needed to hear that before I actually read this. But so with that, knowing that, I want to read you something that the first district court of appeals, what one of their judges said back in 2016 about this topic, right? So it says, we find no error in the trial court's consideration of the former wife's allegedly adulterous behavior. Section 6108, subsection 1, Florida statute, permits the trial court to consider evidence of adultery of either spouse in determining a proper award of alimony, and that consideration is dependent upon their circumstances of each particular case, right? So all they're saying there is, hey, every case is different. Adultery, you know, is a factor when we're ruling on alimony, uh, but every case is different, right? It's going to depend upon the, the unique facts of every case. The court went on to say, but the law is clear that absent a showing of a related depletion of marital assets, a party's adulterous misconduct is not, I repeat, is not a valid reason to award a greater share of those marital assets to the innocent spouse or to deny the adulterous spouse alimony. Now, that is really, really important for you to understand, right? What the first district court of appeals judge is, is saying here back in 2016, they're basically saying, hey, if someone has an affair, right? If someone cheated on the other spouse, that's not a reason to give the innocent spouse more property, more than 50% of the marital property, right? Just because of the of the affair, that's just not enough to award them more than 50%. But they're saying that if there's evidence of, hey, you know, they used, you know, money on on this affair, right? If they were buying hotel rooms, you know, buying luxury items, you know, paying for, you know, maybe a girlfriend's rent, that may be a reason to award a greater share of the marital assets to the innocent spouse, right? But just the affair alone is in and of itself not enough. Right. And then they go on to say, or to deny the adulterous spouse alimony. Right. So that means, Hey, we have 
let's say, husband, or let's just say wife, right? Just, just to make this very clear and easy to understand. Let's just say husband was the greater, you know, wage earner and wife is asking for alimony. Just because wife had an affair, right? And, and cheated on the husband doesn't mean that the husband shouldn't still have to pay the wife alimony, right? And I know that that could be like mind boggling and, and crazy to some people. I remember a specific intake I did a couple of years ago with someone who, who wasn't from the United States and I was explaining to him, you know, what exposure he may have. And, and he was very surprised that even if, you know, it was, it was shown that, you know, his wife cheated on him, he would still have to pay her alimony. He was just blown away by that. And, it, you know, it, it was kind of funny hearing his reaction a little bit, just total disbelief. Like it could have been, it could have been like I was from the planet Mars, right? He just did not comprehend that at all. Probably, I don't think I don't think he believed me to be honest with you at the end of the call. But yeah, that's our law. Even if your spouse cheats on you, if they didn't deplete marital assets during, I guess, part of that relationship, then that's not a defense for alimony. Really, there has to be some sort of financial tie to some sort of relationship to marital money being used in the affair, essentially, to have that play a role in and whether or not we're going to deny, you know, the person asking for alimony. Then the court goes on to say, furthermore, despite evidence of adultery, need and ability to pay remain the primary consideration in awarding alimony, right? So essentially, the first district court of appeal saying, hey, the primary consideration is, if you know, for alimony is really need and the ability to pay. And I've done, you know, a couple podcasts on that topic. So if you have a question about, you know, need and ability to pay, um, and, and alimony in general, how it works, definitely go down. To pro- I think the first episode is, is is when I discussed that. But but yeah, you know, that's what the law is, right? That's what the court is is saying here in this particular case. They're saying adultery is really, you know, secondary. It's not the primary consideration. Primary consideration is is need and ability to pay. The, those are the two weighty factors here, and whether or not someone is going to get alimony. But adultery can obviously play a role, as I, as I've stated before. Not super super common, but like I said before, it definitely plays a it can play a role. I think it's a unique set of facts where the affair rises to the level for it to play a considerable role or play a, or have really a big impact on the outcome of the case. Most of the time, it's going to be an affair, doesn't really play that much of a role financially. And because of that, it's not going to have a big impact on the result of a case. I know emotionally, it's incredibly difficult sometimes, obviously, to go through that, especially to be the spouse cheated on, right? No one wants wants to be that person. But in terms of the overall impact of the case or on the case, it's just not there most times. Sometimes, sure, possibly. Depends on your unique set of facts. Um, so that's pretty much it. If you enjoy this podcast, please give it a five-star review on wherever you're listening. Also, we started something new, a, a Facebook group, right, that's dedicated to Florida family law and divorce. We'll put a link in the description um, if you'd like to join that private Facebook group to uh, connect and, and ask questions and, and just to be part of a group where people are going through the same sort of uh, situation that you're going through, right? Definitely click on the link, ask to join. We'd be happy to have you. And if you're out there and you're interested in moving forward and taking the next step, don't hesitate to give us a call. I'd be happy to have a conversation and determine whether or not we'd be a good fit for you. And if you're a good fit for us, you know, we're, we're happy to represent you in your um, divorce or other family law case. Take care and have a great day, guys.
I look forward to the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Florida Divorce Podcast. To learn the 10 secrets behind every successful divorce, visit floridadivorcepodcast.com. If you'd like Scott's help in your divorce case, go to kjlawfla.com. Thank you.